Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hi, guys. How's Hello. it going? Oh, it's good. How are you, Megan? I'm doing all right. Yeah? How are you? Recovering? Good. You Recovering. said you had a migraine this morning? Yeah. Woke up with a bit of uh, a little... Uh, Little migraine. It's been a while. Not a alcohol induced from Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Only from cheering too loud. But that's it. it <laughs> you was... cheered. Oh well, I mean, it was a great game. <laughs> Did you watch? Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, it was on, and I was in the room, and there were moments where my eyeballs were looking at the football that was happening. <gasps> were they? Yeah, but I don't know how much I can recall. Like, <laughs> I uh, didn't have a huge dog in the fight. No, but. Um, the end was kind of exciting. Here's how though. shallow I am. <laughs> the Eagles beat the 49ers, correct? I dislike yes. the 49ers. Yes. So therefore, if the Eagles lose, then it's easy to be like, well, don't worry, guys. You wouldn't have won anyways because the team that you lost, who lost. Oh, Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's, I guess that's part of it. <laughs> um, but I, I did want a great game, and it was a great it game. It was a good game. It was a yeah. great game. And, yeah. you know, I know everybody's going to be like, oh, the last call in the end, whatever. I, I get it. It was uh-huh. questionable or whatever, but. Yeah, the ticky-tack defensive for like, holding call. How many minutes in a quarter? 15 minutes? So 30, 60. Uh-huh. So, so like 59 minutes of that game was amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Well, and like the Eagles had a decent lead at halftime. So 10 points. Yeah. yeah that's they, a lot. they they're like 26 and one. You know, there were 30 lead. minutes of them not doing, or 29 minutes of them not doing what they should have been doing before. Oh, that, nobody that wanted to play defense on yeah. either side of the ball. It was crazy. <laughs> my, my friend who I was like hanging out with watching the game, he did like a, it wasn't a real bet. It was like a sweepstakes kind of like, hey, put a thing on and maybe you'll win. Yeah. Um, and he did it for the final score of uh, 42 35 Chiefs. Oh. And so he was real mad that they didn't go for <laughs> the touchdown. Been, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's, uh, a, I mean, that's a ton of points. I man. know, but so that, he like points. put that bet down before the game even started. I was like, he told us that at the beginning of the game, and I was like, "You're hoping for a no defense game." He's like, "Yep." I also had a gentleman's wager with a, a friend uh, named Corey. I'm not even afraid to say his name <laughs> on this podcast. You've called him out before, and took his money. Yeah, because I won the last one. I took my kids out to Dairy Queen. You remember, did I tell you about that? No, I didn't say that. I don't think so. Yeah, not was, that one. I was some other game. Some other. I don't remember what game yeah. it was, and uh, I won. And it was 20 bucks. And so I took the kids out to Dairy Queen and took a video of him and said, hey, everybody say, thank you, Corey, for dinner. And all I could say, thank you, Corey. And so at towards the end of that game, he texted me earlier that day, yesterday. Uh-huh. He said, hey, I like KC. You want to take it for 20 bucks? You want to take the Eagles? And I was like, man, I like KC too. Thinking he would just be like, all right, whatever. Uh-huh. He goes, all right, I'll take the Eagles. What? <laughs> just not even motivated. And then he loses the bet. So like five minutes left in that game uh-huh. when it was – uh. Kansas City was up eight. They had just scored okay, to go yeah. up eight, uh-huh. right? And so it was like, oh, man, they're probably going to win this game. I texted Corey and said, hey, my kids are asking about DQ. I told them they need to wait like five or six minutes or so. And then they came back and scored and tied oh, yeah. it up. And I was like, oh, crap. I yeah. counted my chickens before they hatched. And uh, then uh, they ended up winning. So yeah. he, he sent me a, a, a cash app and says, for DQ. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. And this is tax time. If you're listening to IRS, don't worry. I promise I'll claim it on my taxes. <laughs> But I'll lose to him. We just It's just money gets exchanged back and forth. Kylie's yeah. like, where, where does that money go? And I go, it goes in her checking account because I lose too. And then I give yeah. him that. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, um, did you watch commercials? Did yeah, you, a little bit. Did you halftime show? What was halftime your Halftime show for sure. Okay. Um, Are you a Rihanna thought, fan? Yeah. Okay. Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah. Are you not? 
No, I, I not, oh. I'm not. I'm partial. <laughs> oh, okay. Halftime shows for me mm. uh, lost their allure. I, I, it's just been a while since I've been like, that was amazing. I mean, I didn't think that was amazing. To but be fair, I'm usually eating food during that the- time. So <laughs> I have to have a break at some point. Um, but I thought she did a respectable job. Yeah. Um, she is also like I don't know, six months pregnant or something. Yeah. And was doing all this dancing and singing. And anyway. The so, platforms mm-hmm. were, that was crazy. Honestly, they did a close-up uh, like at the end and it swayed and I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know that I would do that, but no okay. Kidding, man. Power to you, Rihanna. Yeah. I saw a funny meme. I think actually Margo um, posted it, but it was like, um, it was like a Mario, what's the war one where it's all the characters like battling against oh, each other? Oh, it did look like that. Yeah. Um, and it was like. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And it was like a picture of like one of their like worlds with all the platforms totally, or whatever. Totally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Didn't even think about it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was funny. I think we're so ingrained with like movies and CGI that we we look at that and be like, oh, that's cool, and you re- forget like what that must have felt like to be in that stadium yeah. and seeing those platforms yeah. like that. You'd be yeah. like, that guys, that is a technological unbelievable oh, yeah. feat. No, I know it's amazing, <laughs> and she like she did great and she sounded good and she did all her hits and yeah. like I think. So you think she was singing? Oh, no. Okay. Well, I think maybe she was singing parts of it, but I, I don't think her, she was singing all of it. I didn't want to burst your bubble. No, 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 no. But it looked at, at several points, and again, I was distracted because I'm getting wings. <laughs> it looked as if she bought into a few times, all right, we all know that this mic's not actually on. Like, I'm going to go like this, <laughs> and, the, and the, like nothing changes yeah, in the but, music. Well, okay, so, but some singers do, this is what I think. Yeah. You can agree or sure. disagree. Um like singers will have like backing tracks of themselves or whatever already recorded. Yes. And so I think she was Oh, Megan, we do that on Sundays. Exactly. So yes, of course. So Rihanna's I think that the there was I think there were moments when she was actually singing sure. in that stadium yes. live. I also think there were moments where she was not. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. 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 Like I, it's, it's kind of like when you talk to somebody her. who's like super into wrestling and you're like, Hey man, just like you go on for like half oh an hour. Oh my gosh, you're about to. <laughs> no, it, no. And then you're like, Hey man, but you know, like we know that it's fake though. Right. And you're like, just to make sure we're on the same page. I like, you can totally be into wrestling. That's a thing. I know people are into that. Uh, but I'm no comment. Let's just call it what it is. No, she did great. It was great. And uh, commercials? Any any standout commercials? Uh, honestly, like not a ton stood out except yeah. for, cause we were like, we were like, what's the first one going to be after kickoff? Because that's always like a big prop bet. And uh, and my friends are into like sports betting. Um, and they and so we were like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And I actually really liked the Dunkin' Donuts Ben Affleck one. Did I, you? Thought, I thought that was a good lean in on his part because he gets like so many paparazzi photos and like media make fun of him for like his Dunkin' obsession. And I thought that was a like good lean in on his part yeah. to like make smart it funny. Smart for Duncan, right? And smart for Duncan yeah. too. But find like, the right, find the right uh, audience yeah. there. But I think he actually was in a real, it looked like he was actually working a real Dunkin' Donuts window. And like, cause the people were like, can I have a picture with you? Yeah. And like, I think they were, I don't know. I think it was actually real, but I thought that one, that was the only one that stood out to me, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I can honestly say not, not much again. Uh, we watched it out at the Kerr's house, okay. and they have a big giant shop, which uh-huh. it feels... Did you ever watch The Fun Factory with... Uh, um, oh, gosh. I'm ridiculous. Uh, What's yeah, the guy's yeah, name? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, so uh, basically... Rob Dyrdek. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, Ridiculous is one of our favorite shows. It's, I love him. It's shameful that I yeah, just yeah, forgot yeah. his name, to be yeah. fair with you. 
Um, and uh, but like his, he used to do the Fun Factor show, and it was just a shop that was like yeah, but with like Disneyland inside yeah. with skate parks and yeah, like yeah, foam yeah. pits uh-huh. and everything like that. Um, they have this. They live out in Kennewick, uh, way out there in Kennewick, like Badger Canyon, right? <laughs> way out there in Kennewick. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> And that comes in the story in just a second. But <laughs> I helped move them into their house, and uh-huh. we've been to their like their back yard pool a couple of times. But I hadn't been in the shop since they moved in, and he has turned it into looks like a trampoline, and a batting oh, wow. cage, and wow. sports memorabilia everywhere, and big screen TV. It was awesome. It was a great <laughs> setup, save one small thing, um, a touch of a choppy internet situation, Uh-oh. which is how you get your TV signal out oh. there. And uh, so I don't know if Erin listens to this podcast, but <laughs> I hope that she does because <laughs> it was so funny to watch. Matt is like just sweating. Imagine inviting 15, 20 people yeah. over. And you're not sure you're going to be able to watch it. And missing, like we saw the kickoff and oh. we saw like the first uh, Eagles touchdown. Okay. And then I, actually, I think we saw the the, the um, Chiefs come back and score. And, okay. then, and then it cut out on us. Uh-oh. And then it just Yikes. was not doing anything to oh, come back no. on. And we were like, all, like all the guys had their phones out and were watching uh-huh. it on whatever app they could on their phones. <laughs> and we're like, it's cool. It's fine. We'll just do this. You know, so like, uh, but there was a, a chunk of that that we that we definitely missed. Oh, and no. it was, I felt, we all felt bad for him because yeah. he's just like, you know, trying to remember passwords in the moment. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and no. Signal's not working. It's and, really bad. Oh, but yeah. you know what? The food was great. The company was great. Yeah. We made it work. And Honestly, eventually it got back on. So. Like that was more what I was interested in because we, my friends have a, like they just built a big house last summer and um, so they like hosted and it was, I was Best more interested. Best food you ate yesterday? Um, Jeez. <laughs> it wasn't like, I mean, it was good. It was fine. What it, We had like taco bar. I made chili. The chili okay. was pretty good. Um, <laughs> She's bragging on her own chili. I would um, say the chili that I no, made. I'm just trying to think um, what I ate. Um, what? It, oh, someone brought like they brought like Velveeta and like canned chili and made like that like cheesy queso, queso sure. or whatever. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, <laughs> except for your bowels like an hour later. But you know, just don't eat too much. Yeah, and you're fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just I, nothing was like outstanding. If I'm honest with the food, it was just like. <sighs> Okay. It was fun. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, but I played a really fun game with their kids. They have this game. I don't even know what it's called, actually. Uh, Drop zones. I don't know what it's called. But you like shoot these little like alien, like alien things into this center thing. Then they have a magnet on it, and it like the magnet makes the center thing like fly up like a helicopter. And so the goal is to like get yours, your alien guy into the center so that it'll go. But it takes a little while to like launch. And so you can like get, you can like shoot yours through and like kick someone else out. Okay. And it was really fun. Oh, interesting. And I played it with two four year olds. That sounds like a game that my kids would enjoy. Yeah. It was really, I'll figure out what it's called. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys, you mentioned some prop bet stuff. Did you guys have any? Oh, of those? we didn't have any actual bets going on, but we were just like aware of. Oh, so like the little party sheets though. Did you have any uh, no, of those? No, we didn't have any oh. of those. So we yeah. printed those off and you'd be like, hey, here's some, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. check a box. And, and uh, we also did the squares thing uh-huh. and we had the kids do squares because you don't need any talent to do squares. You just put in a number and it happens uh-huh. to be at the end of the quarter. And um, uh, London doesn't know this, but she won quarter number three <laughs> and quarter number four, but was not in the house to be able to collect her prize, which was cash money out of my wallet. And so uh, I quickly wrote down, must be present to win on the squares. And she still doesn't know that she won third or fourth place. 
So I technically owe her money, but um, she's never going to see it. If she listens to this podcast, then I'll then I'll maybe perhaps retract my conditions. But uh, currently, it's safely sitting in my wallet. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's pretty great. You're like, oh, that's my kid. Must be present to win. Yep, must be present to win. I gave it to all the other kids. It was all, all like four kids that won, mm-hmm. or you know, two different other kids or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I hunted them down and gave them their money, but the other ones I didn't. So yeah. We played um, we mm. played a game on Saturday night uh, over at uh, Volmer's house, left, right, center. You played that with the dice? Yeah, uh-huh. you, I own it. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So we did it with like a, a doll. Everybody brought a $3 uh-huh. and then you put one in the center, left, right, you roll the dice thing, yeah. whatever. And uh, we get playing and um, somebody uh, breaks out. You know the pectals? Yeah. Uh, Adam breaks out six $2 bills. And in my mind, everyone's looking at him like, what are these for? Like, we've obviously we've seen $2 bills, yeah, uh-huh. but six? Who carries around <laughs> six $2 bills? And we were intrigued. We were like, tell, there's there's a story here. Like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, because you have to like, especially ask for he, them. He And he does. He says, whenever I go to a bank in person, I always ask them, hey, do you have any $2 bills in your till? I'll take them. And they're like, hey, you know, you can like order these, right? And he's like, oh, cool. I'll do that. And they go... <laughs> But it's a minimum order of a hundred of them. Oh, <laughs> so he's like he ordered a hundred. He ordered a hundred. He ordered two hundred dollars. And he's like, I like having them bills. on me. I like when I'm tipping in cash <laughs> to tip in two dollar bills. It strikes up interesting conversations. <laughs> and I thought to myself, there's a guy who understands value because, listen, I could give you three single dollar bills, uh-huh. or I could give you a two dollar bill. And which one are you going to be like? Oh, cool. The two dollar bill. The two dollar bill. A hundred percent. Absolutely. So now I'm like, I got to start carrying around some $2 bills. Uh, you have to invest $200 into buying yeah, a, 100 a, of them. It's a little bit of an upfront yeah, cost, uh-huh, but I think the yeah. payoff over time is significant. <laughs> and uh, so that was but my are prize. are you stealing it from someone else? Or just like, I mean, that's how ideas travel anyway, but like, does it feel like you're taking his His thing? idea? Oh, well, I just think it's intriguing because I do think it does spark some conversations. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Um, which would be great, right? Um, well, it did because he busted yes, out six $2 yes. bills and yeah, conversation and, and ensued. And we publicly shamed him yeah. uh, a little bit. So there's a little bit of a shame element. Until he explained but why and then you were like, oh. That's what I gave to the kids last night for the oh, Squares game. Oh, I like it. And they were like, oh, sweet. Now, if I had given them $2, they'd have been like, hey, cheap guy. Yeah. Like nothing is too, I can't even buy a candy bar for $2 anymore. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, what, what am I going to do with this? I would have had to have done probably five or 10 or uh-huh, whatever, yeah. but because it was a unique $2 bill, kids were like, yes, this is great. <laughs> Which is always my go-to by the way, for like the tooth fairy as well. A $2 There's bill. always $2 bills because nice. the kids love We it, got quarters. So. I got quarters. Oh man, your parents are cheap. <laughs> I also lost my teeth like cheap. 20 years ago. So <laughs> 30 oh, you- years ago. <laughs> Actually, 20. now that I'm thinking about it. You were 17 when <laughs> no, you lost your last tooth? Forgot, your first one? I forgot what age you lost your teeth at. <laughs> uh, and how old I am. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's good. That's good. It was birthday weekend for us. Oh, that's uh, right. Twins has had their birthday 10th birthday. weekend number one. We did hockey. Uh, yeah, then we have another one this weekend. Um, hockey game on Friday night. They lost 6-3, but it was fun. They brought friends. And we sugared them up way too much and they got excited uh, and then, you know, did that whole thing. Uh, it was good. It was a fun nice. weekend. How does it feel to have 10-year-olds? Yeah, um, fine. Good. <laughs> I don't know. What's the difference between 9 and 10, right? Uh, not that much. Not much. So they got crazy and got a rocket. Oh, uh, you actually got it for got them? It. We got it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's currently on our table being um, built, being oh, glued nice. together. Nice. And we have not lit it off or anything yet, but uh, that's it's on the docket. In the future. Yeah, it's, a, it's probably the near future. Yeah. So if you, uh, uh, make sure you, if you live anywhere in, in West Pasco, <laughs> just I would maybe wear a helmet outside. Wear a little hard hat. Keep yourself safe. We think we know what we're doing with the like the parachute, uh-huh. but like you never really know yeah. until you like that. Thing off. Do you have to inform like the FAA? Nope. So I, I did the research on okay. that. <laughs> this is our this is my something interesting. If it doesn't go above ten thousand feet, uh, no no okay, FAA. Okay, okay. So there you go. And it's not nice. gonna be anywhere near that. Nice. So that's not really because nice. we did I did weather balloons. Um Oh, you're with, the one. No. <laughs> you're the one. Oh my god, you've caused such a controversy. <laughs> People have been no, blaming not China. Currently, oh, okay. like years ago in the summer, when I did after school, we would do weather balloon in the summer, and that's um, so funny. Yeah, that's what China tried to play and it off it's as. It's not a weather it's balloon. A civilian because weather, weather balloons. balloons. And we were like, "What kind of a civilian has a weather balloon?" No, well, civilians do weather balloons These all the time. Civilians, right here. Um, educators civilians like Megan. No, there's a lot of other civilians that do weather balloons as well, but weather balloons literally like they go straight up and straight down. Like not, ex- you know, obviously a little traveling, but straight like straight up across the Pacific. And yeah, then straight down. <laughs> no, they don't do that. <laughs> like the point of a weather balloon is getting weather information as you go into the sure. sub atmosphere and then the balloon pops and then it comes back down yeah. and then you gather whatever you've gathered. Yeah. And so, you, so what you're saying is you're not buying what's coming out of Beijing. No, I'm not buying okay. what's coming out of Beijing because Great. I've I have launched multiple weather balloons yeah. in my life. I have not. And I was still like, yeah, that sounds like yeah. pretty far fetched, buddy. <laughs> So it's been an interesting week uh, because we've we've had uh, well, and then there was like a UFO. I didn't actually read any of the articles. There, I just so saw some three clickbait. things have been shot down in the last yeah, three days, uh-huh. and uh, one the the most mysterious one so far is the one over Lake Michigan because they shut down some <laughs> airspace both on the Canadian side and the U.S. Ooh. side. So it's like, well, what do we need to know about what's yeah. going on out there, peoples? <laughs> So, I mean, what's your take? What do you think? I don't know. I haven't actually done any research on any of it or like heard anything about any of it. So I don't have a take on all of the other come ones. Come on. I want I I to come back about the next Chinese week one. and be like, Megan, you said last week you thought it was aliens and <laughs> whatever. I don't have a take though. Okay. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. I think I think my take <laughs> is I bet they adjusted the, the sensitivity of their radars considering now... If there was one, there may be more, and they're catching more. Oh, and now more. they're catching more. Yeah. That might be true. Yeah. I could, I, that I can buy like that. That seems like the most plausible Occam's razor sort of. Yeah, I can buy uh, that explanation for this at this yeah. point. I'll, but I mean, we'll I would see. back that argument. Yeah. It sounds reasonable okay. to me. Okay, good. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm not into <laughs> politics, but uh, <laughs> that's my take on it. Uh, um, I don't know that that has to be a political thing. I mean, it is a little bit. There's political aspects to it, but it doesn't necessarily have sure. to be exclusively political. Sure. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Good. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. We'll do a balloon update next week, I guess. That's really exciting. Yeah. Keep them coming back. Yeah. Megan's, I'm going to be lighting rockets and Megan's going to be in her backyard lighting up weather balloons, guys. Uh, no, because it takes a lot of helium and helium's pretty expensive. So <laughs> It did get a lot more expensive in the, since, since you did it 20 years ago at the age of I mean, 17. No, I did it like five years ago. <laughs> while, you, while you were losing your teeth, you put the tooth in the weather balloon. And then you sent it up to the tooth fairy. That's how you got your quarters. Man, that'd be a cool way to send your teeth yeah, to the tooth fairy. Yeah, and what would come fairy. down would be just a bunch of quarters. <laughs> Is that what happened? No. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Uh, well, hey, let's uh, jump into Sunday, huh? What do you let's say? Let's do it. Okay, we uh, we continued our uh, Three Peasant Eyes series on Sunday, looked at the Good Samaritan, the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, mm-hmm. and Jesus is once again talking, not with a Pharisee this time, but an expert of the law, uh, and uh, kind of addressing his concerns or questions about what must I do to inherit eternal life, and what I think he was trying to talk about when he said inherit and eternal life and sort of the, the drama of the day I should, I should, you know, point out. Uh, and then Jesus goes into this aspect of or answering his question when, when the expert of the law asked him, well, what then, who then is my neighbor mm-hmm. trying, I think to create in and out boundaries and be like, but we are we're for sure. We're not talking about Gentiles, right? Yeah. Just so mm-hmm. we're on the same page mm-hmm. that you mean all of my fellow Israelite brethren, and that's who in, encompasses my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, "Well, what if it was just somebody in need and you didn't know? What if you just go that route instead? And what if you quit trying to uh, use your generosity as a way to impress God? Because I just don't think." God's impressed with that. I think that he doesn't love you more because you do this or any less because you don't. I think that that's that's just not even really a part of the equation. And I think that you should do it not out of some sort of um, cosmological benefit, but because it's the best way to do life. And that was kind of the essence of what we talked about. So Mm -hmm. any thoughts from you on your Um, side of things? I was... I think I like this series a lot. It's fun. Brent just kicked the mic. Sorry about that. Um, It's fun to like look at that context. Like the you talked about with the priest, the the book that's not the the apocryphal book. What's what's it called? Uh, Well, I mentioned two Psalms of Solomon were one was one of them, but the Book of Sirach was the other one. Yeah, Yeah. Um, because I think when you read it from modern context, you think. Like, oh, how could the priest do how that? How could he do this? Right? right? You're like, that's not that's not priestly at all. What? Like, that's so. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he would do that. But when you realize, like, the part from the Sirach that you quoted of like, don't wait. I have it right here. For um, if you do a good turn, know for whom you're doing it. Your good deeds will not go to waste. Like, like he has a different viewpoint. He has a different like context that he's seeing this through than what we think of priests as seeing the world through. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like, I don't think I've ever had that explained or not that to my recollection anyway. And so that was really interesting to me of thinking of that part of it as well. He, he, it's it's not fair to him to read him as a complete jerk yeah. who knows what he ought to do and does the opposite thing. He is a product of his culture, and yeah, there is some ownership there. I don't want to completely absolve him oh, from no, any for wrongdoing, sure. yeah. but like, you have more grace with him to understand kind of the factors that was going on in his mind of ritual impurities, and I'm not supposed to help people who are outside of my faction of religion and, mm-hmm. and people. Um, so then you, you hopefully, it, I think it humanizes the story because it doesn't, it doesn't make evil characters entirely evil. And that's really a hard part of human nature is we tend to make our enemies entirely evil and mm-hmm. our friends entirely good. And life is more complex than that. You yeah. know what I mean? People are more complex People than that. People are more complex than that. <laughs> yeah. And so there's, he had a lens and a filter by which he made this decision. And I think it's important to kind of note that mm-hmm. um, because I think it affects then the Levite's response to it and uh, and then what Jesus ultimately is trying to ask of his people. So, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, oh, sorry, I got a like frog in my throat, but um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so it was just an interesting, it was an interesting thing to think about and like read and understand those characters differently than through like modern context of a priest or a Levite or... Um, 
Like, cause they, they have, there's more going on culturally than what you realize. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And then the other part that I was thinking about was that heart orientation part. Like I'm not asking you to do this to win something or to earn something. I'm asking you to do this because when you think of others first, when you don't care what category they're in, when you are generous with what you have, like you will have a better life and your life will be more full and more eternal and it isn't about like it isn't about keeping track mm-hmm. or whatever. It's about always being like, yes, this is how I think. This is how I operate. I think that's a very um, different take than sometimes what we're used to when it comes to thinking about the moral moralism side of religion, which is, I really want to do this. This would be more fun, but I'm gonna choose to be to sacrifice fun to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus would be like, that, but you're not understanding. Like when you do some of these things that I'm asking you to do, it's actually going to be more fulfilling in the process. Like more, at least long-term satisfaction mm-hmm. in life is going to be when you don't engage in this mm-hmm. and you choose a, a, a better option that, that pays off later, you know, in greater ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's sometimes what we miss about yeah. this. So that was a big piece. Uh, the Coming back to even like the cultural things that we don't understand or don't think about, I'm, I'm reading through a book by a guy named Kenneth Bailey as a part of a resource for this series. And one of the ones that I almost made, I almost talked about on Sunday, I just didn't feel like there was enough material to go off of, was Jesus is talking with his um, disciples and he says, um, and somebody says, I'll follow you, you know, uh, or there, there's three equations, two of them where they say, I'll follow you wherever you go, and one in which he calls the person. I can't remember which one this falls into off the top of my head at this moment. But um, he says, uh, if you, um, foxes have their holes and uh, birds have their nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And I've always kind of heard that being talked about as um, Jesus takes this almost vow of poverty as he mm-hmm. goes and does his ministry. And um, he's like, he's trying to challenge this person to be like, um, if you're going to follow me, there's not going to be like a super nice house. There's no personal benefit. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have things paid for and valet service and meals covered. It's like, it's going to be a hard road. Are you going to be signing up for that? I think that, that can be a part of it. I think that, that can be true. But in the historical situation of that setting, um, they had talked about, or he had, Kenneth Bailey had mentioned that uh, Herod in that time was often referred to as that, uh, as a fox, that that fox, there's another mm. spot where he says that, that fox is in this thing. So mm-hmm. fox being wise, kind of almost serpent-like, almost like. Yeah. They're like wily. Yeah. They're wily. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so making a comment about the character of Herod, but then also Jesus in this spot saying this, the foxes have their homes, the birds have their nests. Uh, birds representing empire and mm. uh, the Roman Empire. So essentially, Roman the Romans are able to live here. Herod reigns here, and I don't feel like I even have a home in Israel. Mm-hmm. So like my home isn't really truly here. Like they're welcomed here, he's welcomed here, and yet my way of doing life isn't welcomed here. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really like a powerful way to read that that makes a lot more sense than, hey, it's going to be really hard. We don't, we're we kind of homeless in this endeavor. Because I don't think that, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, that the, 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 the piece of him saying, Israel, I'm without a home even in Israel, is a statement against kind of how powerful their attachment was to the land and how big it was and, and 
um, who, how he came to kind of reckon with some of that and find his place in there. So I thought it was brilliant, but it just didn't, couldn't have enough content to be able to fill an entire Sunday. But, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that like an extra parable thing that you yeah. were like excited about? Yeah. Got it. I like went down the road of writing that, t- uh-huh. that talk for maybe like an hour uh-huh. and then just going, I think it's interesting, but maybe I'll just save it for the podcast and <laughs> scrapping it and going with the Good Samaritan, which mm. I knew would be tons of material, lots yeah. more content, far more familiarity. Yeah. Far more people going, oh, I've never read it that way. Whereas yeah. Foxes in the Holes, I think it's so fast and so quick that you just yeah. be like, I've never understood that, but I didn't, I didn't think of it one way yeah. or the other. I just, well, and whatever. it's not as like popular or commonly yeah, like yeah. done, probably because it is so short. And yeah. So, yeah. And the other two I remember are um, one saying, I've got to go bury my father. I'll, I'll follow, you know, because Jesus says, follow yeah. me. And he's I remember like, that I'm one. I'm in, but mm-hmm. um, I don't want to go. Uh, let me let me go bury my father first and then do this. And the cultural context being that um, what he's asking is like, I don't want to leave my father in his old age. Uh, he's probably still alive. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why would you be in the marketplace hanging out with Jesus? You're, yeah. You should be home sitting Shiva and, yeah. and then burying your dad. Uh-huh. So let's not make it like my dad's dead and I feel like I'm being an irresponsible son yeah. to go do this. It's probably somebody in this context of looking for an excuse to be like, man, I'd love to. It's just that I don't want to move away from my parents and mm-hmm. I'm comfortable at home here. Um, yeah. And then the other one was, let me go say goodbye to my family. Um, and it was basically Jesus saying, if you can't put your head to the ground and, and uh, uh, do the hard work involved in this, you, you know, if you can't say no to your family, this, but it's an, it was basically all of it was just people coming up with excuses. Let me go ask my parents if it's okay. That's mm-hmm. essentially what this person was saying. Let me go ask my family if they think it's okay that I follow you. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's just like, you know what your family's going to say. They're going to be like, no, stick around. Mm-hmm. Keep providing for us. Let's do this. You're going to leave community? That's ridiculous. Why would you ever leave? Don't follow a crazy guy like that. <laughs> so anyways, I thought that those were all interesting contexts to pull. But mm-hmm. again, I just don't know that it was relevant enough for a Sunday morning. But... <laughs> relevant enough for history and hopefully something interesting for this podcast so yeah cool anything else that you thought of okay let's jump into something interesting let's do it all right so i open you open i go first Mm -hmm. uh so we on saturday night got an invite over to the volmers to go play some uh, left right center but also then um uh, watch a comedy thing together Uh, okay and that can be dangerous well, it can be, <laughs> but it was brilliant. And and uh, Jenny came up with the idea because she's like, listen, if we lived in a city that was big enough to kind of go do this, like we would all just go to the comedy club and make this thing happen. But she's like, I've been watching, keep your eyes on Spokane Comedy Club. It's not that big. I mean, mm-hmm. who wants to go to Jokers? Like all that kind of stuff around here. So she's like, I think I want to be more intentional about in-person experiences with everybody. Like mm-hmm. how many times do we watch a show together now? Like we're all watching you know, say like the last of us right now or Ted Lasso, but on our own time in our own rooms at our own pace. And you, you, we, we've kind of with all the drops of Netflix lost that water cooler. What happened last night on Seinfeld, Mm -hmm, what happened last mm -hmm. night on friends, um, or game of Thrones was like probably the closest thing that was Mm -hmm. like that for a lot of people. Um, and so it was like, let's gather everybody together. Let's watch this together so we could talk about it afterwards as if we just watched it and we watched Nate Bargatze's new special oh yeah it's on uh, Amazon Prime, Prime I believe yeah, uh-huh. and fantastic I mean obviously <laughs> he's one of my favorites yeah and I, I bring it up interesting wise for me um, we had we watched it and I leaned over to Kylie and go we we went and saw him live at the Bang up in Spokane okay yeah and I was like I remember this and I remember that part mm-hmm. and she's like she's like Brent like I remember like 90% of what he talked about yeah. And I was like, oh, I, th- I think it was like 40%. And she's like, no, it was like, so, and I tend to think that she's more right than me, just uh-huh. so you know, like, I'm pretty sure we saw most of this live, but how yeah. much I forget. 
and then it's just as entertaining the second time around. So um, that was just funny. Yeah. If you're looking for a good watch, yeah. Uh, Nate Bregazzi, don't remember what it was called. I saw the title come up, but it's on Amazon Prime. It's I don't remember new, what it's called like either. It's week, his only, so, yeah. I think it's like one the of his only things. The other ones are all on things. Netflix, yeah, so uh-huh. this is the only one that's going to be in there. So search it on there, yeah. you'll find it, and an uh, hour and a half worth yeah. of your time. I saw it. I almost clicked play, and then I decided to watch something else. Yeah. But and now I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Uh, mine is about origami. Are you familiar? Have you done any origami ever in your life? I have. And my kids got into it uh, a couple years ago. My aunt mm-hmm. bought them some origami booklets. Nice. That yeah. Do some stuff so with. the so, yeah. art of paper folding is origami in case you don't know. Um, and they are starting to use it in like nanotechnology um, because na- like nano things are too small to have joints. Because once you get really tiny, um, friction becomes like a really big deal. Mm. And so in order to have like a movable robot in like nano, you can't like you can't have a joint. So mm. how does it, how do you move it? Well, if you fold it, then you can get it to move and do lots of things and like put components together and make big like parts because that's a cool thing about folding and origami. And so a lot of like nanotechnology scientists and like architecture people are using origami folding in order to get these like nano robots that they are creating in interesting the world yeah um and like a couple others there's also like a foldable kayak that uses origami principles in order to have a like it's like a suitcase sized <laughs> kayak and then you unfold it and it's like, if you showed up on the Columbia river with, with your a- friend <laughs> Let's just say Mary showed up and, and you said, and she wanted to see like, she's like, oh, let's go boating together. And you're like, yeah. great. And you show up and she's got a suitcase. Yeah. And we're going to go out on the Columbia with this thing. Do you get in that boat? Probably. You do not. Yeah, I probably would. Oh Why not? Gosh, I can swim. Lying <laughs> to my face right now. I mean, chances of me falling in the water in a kayak are pretty high anyway. So what's the, what's even the difference? A, even, a even if it's a normal a kayak. Kayak. A kayak built of hard plastic. Yeah, like, I mean, chances of me falling out. Yeah. Fall rate. Yeah. So, That's I hilarious. mean, what's the difference? Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, now that you say that, it makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense. We'd be like, sure. I was, I, I wore a wetsuit anyways. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, they have a whole bunch of things that they're using origami for to, like, fold and do stuff with, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially, like, the nanotechnology stuff. And apparently there's, like, a... They're, like, developing a nano robot that can you can, like, take in a pill capsule and it can, like, go through your, like, intestinal system and give information back to your doctor about, like, how things are going. Oh, come on. That so. sounds... That sounds yep. like uh, there's a lot of people on Facebook who would not be eating that pill. That's what that sounds like. Yep. <laughs> it's not like a real pill yet. Yeah. But it's still in development. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I, I learned all of this Grayson, on uh, uh, Nat Geo's podcast. Grayson so. and Clive practiced with pennies. Oh, my gosh. Uh, a lot when they were growing up. So... Uh. I know it's I know it's possible. Yeah. I know it's possible to go through your digestive system and come out the <laughs> other end. So uh, yeah. yeah. And probably a lot less painful in pill format than a penny. But 
All right. Uh, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> On that note, that'll do it. Uh, Poop and pennies. That's, uh, that's, that's our title. title. <laughs> that's our title. We got it. We just got to come up with one more. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Uh, we are going to be continuing our Three Pez and I series on week three this Sunday in person at 9.15 and 10.30. 10.30 on the online thing, on the online live stream. So check it out. Other than that, have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.